Hello again for all those who have been following uh, this podcast and welcome to the new part, new partners and those who are listening for the first time. My name is Richard Spangler and this is uh, I'm the minister and leader of Lions Voice Ministries. And today we're going to begin a new teaching on the Constitution of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's very important as citizens to understand the Constitution. Um, it's understanding in the natural to understand our Constitution here in the United States and around the world. Wherever your country has a Constitution or a set of guiding principles, you need to read those and understand them to be a good, to be a citizen. Sadly, most people don't go beyond the preamble of the United States Constitution. They don't read the, all the different articles and all the different things. And sadly, that is true of the kingdom of God as well. There is a constitution of the kingdom of God. And it's found in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. It's the Sermon on the Mount. It is the, the framework, the groundwork laid out by Jesus himself of what the kingdom of God is and like and what its purpose is. So we're going to start and we're going to read, uh, I'm going to try and read all of this today and then we'll delve into this in detail over the next few weeks. Understanding that this is a constitution. This is the foundation and we all need to understand this foundation. We all need to study this foundation, not just as pieces, but as a whole and look at the parts as well. So we're going to start with the whole and then we'll go back and delve into the various parts. So we're going to start with Matthew chapter 5, the constitution of the kingdom of God, the Sermon on the Mount. And in verse 2, it says, He opened his mouth, Jesus, and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they should be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. This is the, NIV, the New American Standard. Blessed are those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and say, false, say falsely all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who went before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand that it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to I have come to abolish the laws or the prophets. I did not come to abolish but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. 
For I say to you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard it said that the ancients were told you should not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable in court. But I say to you, everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court, and whoever says to his brother, you, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the supreme court, and whoever says you fool, you shall be guilty enough to go into a fiery hell. Therefore, if you are presenting an offering in, at the altar, and remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar and go and first be reconciled with your brother and then come and present your offering make friends quickly with your opponent at law or you will be with him while you're with him in the way so that when your opponent so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officers and you'll be thrown into prison truly i say to you you will not come out of there until you've paid the last cent you've heard it said that it said Thou shalt not commit adultery, but I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you. For it is better for you to lose one, one, body, one of your body parts than the whole body be thrown into hell. If your right hand makes you stumble, cut it off and throw it from you. For it is better to lose one of, one of your body parts than your whole body going to hell. It was said, whenever he sends his wife away, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say unto you, everyone who divorces his wife except for the reason of unchastity makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again I say, you have heard it said of the ancients, we're told, you shall not make false vows, but fulfill their vows to the Lord. But I say to you, make no oath at all, either by heaven, nor by the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool, or, the, or his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you make an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. But let this statement be: let your statement be yes or no. Anything beyond that is this is evil. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say you do not resist an evil person. But whenever who slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go two. Give to him who asks of you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of the Father who is in heaven. For he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do, do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore you are to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. So when you give to the poor, do not sound trumpets before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be honored by men. Truly, I say you, they've had their full reward. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what the right is doing, so that your, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father who sees what you have done in secret will reward you. 
when you pray, you are not like to be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But if you, but when you go into your inner room to pray, close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not do meaningless, meaningless repetitions as the Gentiles do, for they suppose they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. Pray then this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we, forgive, as we have also forgiven our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do. For they neglect their appearance, so they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their full reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting will not be noticed by men. But when your father who, who but to, by your father who is in secret, and your father sees what you have done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust can destroy, and where thieves can break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, nor where thieves can break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart also. The eye is the lamp to the body, so when if, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters, for you will either love the one, you will either hate the one and love the other, or will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life, as to what you will eat or will drink, nor for your body or as what to put on. Is life not more than food and more than the body, more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap nor gather in the barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by worry can add one single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all of his glory, clothed in, has not clothed himself like one of these. But if God also clothes the grass of the fields, which is alive today, and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe, not clothe you? You of little faith, do not worry, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? Or where will we, what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek after these, all these things. Your heavenly fathers know you have need of all these things. But first seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. So do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do not judge so you will not be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by the standard you measured, it will be measured unto you. Why do you look at the speck that's in your brother's eye and do not know, notice the log in your own eye? 
Or how can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, and behold, the log is still in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your, your pearls before swine, or they will trample it under feet and, and in turn tear you to pieces. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who receives, and he who seeks will find. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, when a, when a son asks for a loaf, if he will give him a snake, a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake. Will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give you what good to those who ask him? In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want to treat them. They want them you want them to treat you. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the wide gate and the broad is that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter it. For the gate that is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Be aware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but are inwardly ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from th thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce good fruit, cannot produce bad food, fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, so you, so then you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says Lord, to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he, but he who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did not we prophesy in your name, and did not we cast out demons in your name, and perform many miracles? And I will declare to them, I never you depart from me. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, everyone that hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and slammed against the house, and yet it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like the foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew, and slammed against the house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And that's the end of the of the of the of the Constitution. And it says in verse twenty-eight of chapter seven, when Jesus finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he was teaching as one with authority, and not as their scribes. We will begin to look at each part of this over the next coming weeks, over the next sessions. I wanted to read it to you as a whole, so you got the whole picture of what this scripture is saying. I hope it's blessed you as we have read it, and I hope it will bless you as we delve into each part of the, each article, as it were, of the Constitution of the Kingdom of God. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.